What's up, everyone? Uh, thank you so much for watching another episode, or maybe this is your first episode, of Moral Dilemma. Dilemma. That's the lamest <laughs> thing about this podcast. We need to come up with something better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, thank you for watching Moral Dilemma. If this is your first episode, this podcast is uh, just something, uh, a group of guys hanging out, talking about some things we like, pop culture, movies, uh, songs, music, video games, video games, but also, above all of that, Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Basically anything we're interested in. Yeah, who who's the number one? Anything we're interested in. Uh, so, yeah, we're excited to have you. This is our third episode, hopefully. So, hopefully you guys have been watching them. We're still working out some kinks, so bear with us. This is uh, our first ever podcast for any of us, I think. So, it's cool, though. I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good time. Uh, shout out to our studio audience right now. We have Matt Matheny, uh, the guy with the, the blue truck. The man, church. the myth, the legend. The guy with the spider dirt bike motorcycle thing. There you go. And then we also have our sound guy, Adam, back there pounding a cheeseburger. Reperoni roll. And, not um, a sponsor. Yeah. Oh, no, that's not, cheeseburger. Not a sponsor yet. Sorry. We're gonna, not we're yet. Gonna, if, you, if you or your company wants to sponsor us, let us know. We'd appreciate Currently, it. we are just sponsored by R3 Productions and... Newland Printing Company. Newland Printing Company. First sponsor. Kind of unofficial yet, uh, but yeah, we're on it. We're but on. to kick off this episode... We have a lot of really cool things in store. Really excited. But Eric, I heard that something kind of crazy happened to you recently. Would you would you care to share? Because I'm, I'm intrigued. Well, I don't know if, if people really want to hear this. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, for sure. So, Let the people you know, know we're headed home. We're actually looking at houses right now. So oh, we we're okay. kind of looking at a house. It didn't work out. It wasn't a house for us. Anyhow, that's another story. But anyhow, we were driving <laughs> home. Shelly's in front and I'm driving behind. I end up uh, breaking down. Something just like popped in my vehicle. Is this I your trailblazer, right? Trailblazer, All yes. Right. It's, it is the trailblazer. The classic. And so uh, I'm, you know, chucking around 70 miles an hour, and chucking all this chucking. <laughs> Can you describe what, what you chucking around? Is? Are you? Do you mean chugging along? <laughs> yeah, chugging. You said either way, chucking around at 70 miles an hour. <laughs> hey, I make my own terminology. I got you. I'll be quiet. <laughs> chugging around. This is my story, right? <laughs> I apologize. Anyhow, so we end up, I get broke down, I pull off, it's heating up and everything, and, and uh, you know, the steam comes out of the engine and everything, and, and then I'm trying to get out, trying to get uh, ch- to check on something, and or get around to get my yeah. uh, things out of the vehicle, and my check, I had my check, my paycheck, <laughs> in my hand, okay? But as I'm opening the door, I get a gust of wind and vehicles coming by, my check flies out, and I'm on the phone with my wife on speakerphone. <laughs> And so I'm just going to go get my paycheck. I look to make sure it's clear, right? Yeah. I look and, and see if it's clear. And then my wife's like, what are you doing? Because I was out in the middle of the road and she's like panicking. Like, is he just lost? Is he desperate or is he depressed? And you run out in the middle of the road. <laughs> and I got my paycheck. Well, I'm pretty sure there's ways to get that back if you do lose it, right? Yeah, D- yeah Dave Betts was like, hey, yeah. can, checks can be reissued. <laughs> said, but your life cannot. Yeah. Unless you are a Christian. Yeah, but I didn't want to go through that. It was right the there, Lazarus? too. It was right there. And I was like, Christian. I'm just going to go get it. But yeah, funny. I got my wife upset with me, so I learned the lesson that if you're going to run out in the middle of a four lane, you probably want to let your wife know what's wow. going on. <laughs> well, that is something to live by. That is comedy. And now $800 later, it's back on the road. Let's go. 
You're Praise pay- the Lord. Wait, your paycheck or your car? <laughs> You'll trail. Well, my, my paycheck is $800 less. <laughs> okay. I think it might be time so, for a new car. Yeah, it, it probably is. Uh, I just don't want to spend the I money. I know you have a history of good deals with cars. Though, yes, so I do. Sure it's hard. I yes. smell a Cadillac we, that, That's future. a whole story right there. Yeah. I paid. I had a dollar yeah. truck. I had a car that was in youth group that, uh, or youth ministry that I had for a long time that was 350. Dang. The name, the reason why it's named 350, because I literally paid 350 for it. <laughs> it's a Bu- it was a Buick Skylark. 350 was, bucks. Yeah. So that Dang. Was, cool. Well, thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. So m- maybe next time on Eric's Story Corner, you can, uh, <laughs> can hear about his history of really good car purchase deals. We should all we should, next time we should have a segment about Logan and his nightmare. Oh yeah. That, or we could talk about it now. I, th- I think we should hold off. We'll save we'll that hold, one okay. for another time. For the sake of brevity, which is also a good song. We'll talk about that later, too. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we have a lot of fun things in store. And Eric just kind of shared some comedy. I thought it was funny. And another thing we all like is comedy movies. Yes. So I we're going to be discussing a little bit about some of our favorite comedy scenes in movies. Let's, let, for the sake of time, let's limit it to one each. Yeah. Who wants to kick us I off? Am, I'm kick ready. us off, Seabird. <clears throat> I am ready for this. So, one of my favorite comedy movies that I think just transcends time, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Just the whole premise of the movie, like, running around pretending to ride horses and making, <laughs> making all of the sound effects That's with genius. your mouth. It's it honestly genius. genius comedy. Do you know why they could? They had to do that? You know why they... they I, I don't. They I didn't have the money to rent horses? Yeah. <laughs> So they were like, hey, let's just get some coconuts, cut them in half, and yeah. just make the sense. So, <laughs> I feel like I know which scene you're about to talk about. I am about to talk about the Black Knight scene. Yes. Oh, yes. So That's a classic. That just like That is pure comedy. It's just like that entire fight scene, he's literally like cuts his arm off. And he's just like acts like nothing happened. It's just a flesh wound. It's just a flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps fighting. That's so good. Doesn't at the end he's like, uh, come back here, I'll gnaw you today. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> well, Corey, you want to describe the irony in that whole thing? Like the word, you know what I'm talking about? The word you can't say? What? It? Isn't it it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the whole it. scene. That's how the whole scene yeah. develops, right? He has to say a word to get across the bridge, right? Oh yeah, and he can't. Yeah, the word it is. "it" is like the forsaken word or something like that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. yeah. That's how that'll that's unfold. I think my favorite line from that whole movie. I, I it's I've seen it once my whole life, and it's been a long time ago. But I like this the the scene when it's like you must follow the giant the biggest tree in the forest with this herring. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was so funny, just kind of nowhere. Well, I love the guys that are up in the in the tower, yeah, and they're looking down or at the castle, and they're looking down at the yeah. people talking with their French accent. That's yeah. hilarious. I like. Sorry, Corey, you can continue in one second. I oh, like no. the part where he's about to throw the holy hand grenade, oh, and he's yeah. like, one, two, four, and his little henchman's like, three, my old three! <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. It's like, I could talk about that movie for so long, oh, because yeah. there's just so much. Yeah. It's just one of those, like, super random... I know. That whole movie, we could we could talk about yeah. every scene and why it's there's hilarious. There's so much to, yeah. like, deconstruct from that movie. Exactly. Like, anytime I hear... Like something about a comedy movie. That's the first movie that comes yeah. to mind. I, actually, I think the first time I saw that was at your house. Oh yeah, because you kind of introduced me to a lot of these comedy movies. Yeah, you you'd been like I was uh, kind of uncultured your whole life. Yeah, and never experienced. Yeah. Any <laughs> I mean, I wasn't even movies. cultured. I've just never really gotten into comedy movies. Really, but the oh, one man. the one that I'm about to talk about, in my opinion, is the pinnacle of filmmaking. Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> oh, no. I think I think Napoleon Dynamite is genius because it's so low budget, and it was the first 
movie kind of of its, of that that genre because they had a low budget. Yeah, it was so dorky, so such dry humor. And even the like creator of that who went on to create like Nacho Libre and stuff like that, he hasn't even been able to recreate that. Yeah, because like just the charm of the first one. Oh, I just think it's so funny. I think my favorite scene. Oh, there's so many in that one. I really like obviously the um, the classic when he's feeding the uh, the llama. Yeah. Tina, you fat lord, come get some dinner. Get your freaking food. <laughs> like that. There's so much. But I also think that the dance scene at the end. Oh, yeah. I think that is just perfect. Just like it just it just sums up who the character is. It's just great. So you know that's such a good movie by how many times that's been recreated, and mm-hmm. just the the clothing line that still runs up, like the vote for Pedro shirts, See, are I'll, still thriving. I, I, I want to know wh- how that happened because so many people wore the vote for Pedro shirts. Like it was like it wasn't even part of the movie. It was just a shirt that was worn, right? Well, I mean, I oh, understand yeah. the, the the plot line of voting for Pedro, but like that shirt wasn't like like yeah, it was. Yeah. If anything, that why was that the shirt that people <laughs> wanted? Yeah. That was just the most random thing for me. Yeah. Well, and then just from like the way it opens where there's like no dialogue and he tosses the like army man out the <laughs> yeah. bus oh, with yeah. the string. <laughs> oh, it's it's so and good. His his brother's storyline of how Camp. he meets this yeah. Meets the lady online. <laughs> when he gets slapped too, that one tiny part where he just gets slapped in the face. I also love the the scene when Kip goes to the um like kung fu lessons or whatever. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bow to your sensei. <laughs> I love that. That was good. That was pretty good. I I there's so much of that movie I like. I, I need to rewatch it again because it's been a while but yeah who's next you want me to go we'll yeah talk about okay um man this is a close tie because on the way here i was thinking of two but if we're gonna stay loyal to one i'll feature the other one very shortly i think anchorman two oh, yeah. if i had to talk about a scene that i laughed the hardest was when he went blind with the whole ron burgundy jazz flute <laughs> thing i think the fact that he was playing a jazz flute on ice alone it's hilarious <laughs> and the fact that he just whips that talent out and then that leads up to the second part where he's in the lighthouse blind and he's like living this like little hermit life yeah and he's eating like the checkers and like they're like making fun they're like i'm blind he's like i'm blind <laughs> like, that's hilarious now the really quick <clears throat> second feature this is more of the experience rather than the scene itself is in um space balls <laughs> the <laughs> iconic zoom in scene i'm looking at our sound guy adam now because he is what made it he's the reason why it was so funny i have never seen adam laugh that hard in a movie scene when the <laughs> when the camera pans in as a dramatic scene but it hits him in the face and it's <laughs> yes. like part of the scene yeah. it's just it's it's really funny but adam lost it and yeah. that made it one of the most iconic yeah. comedy scenes. He, he completely shut down the movie watching experience for a good, like twenty minutes, and he was like doing that laughter where he just kind of went like limp and just kind of like, like twitching around. <laughs> He's actually <laughs> doing that now. You can't see. He him, didn't but... even make noise for the longest time, and everyone was just kind of looking at him because I mean it's not that funny to me. It's just like it's just good. It's it's well, good that's what I meant. Comedy. That's why the could... setting was what made it so funny. Was that's why Adam comedies are good to watch with other people. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I love watching other people react to. Oh, this. for sure, yeah. But the problem is. As I start laughing before that sketch or that, <laughs> that scene, so everybody's like wondering what's going on. And it's like because I know what's going to happen. Yeah. All right, Eric. So I think I have a guess of what yours is, but what I, is I want you what to go. You, no, go ahead and see what you you think. Is it? Uh, um, oh, what's it called? Not Ash. Ash. Oh, Evil Dead. Uh, you're Evil. talking about uh, Army Darkness. Darkness. Army Darkness. Yes, Army Darkness. Uh, no, it, that okay. wasn't. I mean, it is. Yeah. I mean, it's one of my favorite uh, funny Head movies. Yeah. Baby. I think. 
But uh, Black Sheep was one. Oh, um, that is you know, a good one. Chris Farley. Chris Farley oh. <laughs> the, the, my favorite scene in that, you know, he's he's a his brother's running for campaign for governor yeah. of Washington, uh, D, uh, not D.C. Uh, Oregon. But no, wait, no Washington State. What uh-huh. am I saying? Oregon. But anyhow, <laughs> what I love is that he's like he sees this house down the ridge. He's up on a mountain, and he's like, every vote counts. So he's taking his little pamphlet and he's going to walk down this mountain. <laughs> See, he <laughs> doesn't go very well. He's like he's rolling, he's rolling, yeah. and then he grabs a little branch. He's like, thank you, branch, for holding on. <laughs> And then it lets go, and he rolls again, again. and then he finally gets down to the hill, and he turns back, and he looks at the mountain, and he's like, what the heck was that all about? <laughs> and then he goes to the mailbox, puts it in the mailbox, the flyer, and then just walks away. Yeah. <laughs> One of my best, it's a funny scene. It's just like, is, this the, is it funny to you because you can see yourself in that scenario? Yeah, I, I can see me rolling down a hill. You know, I can see that every too. Every vote counts. It's like the, you know, the starfish story. Dude, oh. <laughs> we're going to have to have Eric tell the starfish yeah. story. No, yeah. not today. But. Yeah. Sometime, not Dude, today. I think one of my favorite scenes of that movie is when Chris Farley and who is it, David Spade? Yes. They're uh, they're in the car getting ready to be pulled over, yeah. and they they fake the like bee attack. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, Save yourself. Oh, I love. It. There's another one called Tommy Boy too. Yeah, they're both in it, and that's mm-hmm. hilarious too. Yeah. Those are really good man. Ones. Chris Farley was something else. Oh, I love. He Chris has a very Farley. tragic story, unfortunately, but man, was he one of the funniest people I think I've yeah. ever lived. Well, it goes to show you too. I mean, not to get too deep into it, but. You know, a lot of people think that just because you have success that it, yeah. it, it solves all your problems. For sure. Or, yeah. You know, you have money, it solves your problem. Mm-hmm. When there's a lot of things inside of a person that yeah. you didn't realize that he felt that way about himself mm-hmm. or exactly. was depressed and I mean, or sad. Uh, I've, a lot of times you see it in, like, some of the funniest people. Like, even, like, Robin Williams yes. mm-hmm. and Chris mm-hmm. Farley. Sometimes, like, the funniest people have, like, the darkest stuff going on inside. Yeah. And that's just kind of their way to deal with it is yeah. to just turn it into laughter. It's a coping mechanism. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's unfortunate, but man, he has some man down by the uh, river. Man down by <laughs> the, the river. Van, you know, living in a van down by yeah. the yeah, river. Yeah, when he breaks a coffee table. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, just great movies. Uh, Tommy Boy and uh, Black Sheep, if you ever get a chance to yeah. watch. Even his interviews, like, remember that one classic? It's like a meme now where he's running down the aisle, like, shaking people. He picks up some guy in the audience and, like, oh, spins yeah. him around in the <laughs> yeah. aisle. Yeah. He's great. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah, he, he was awesome. All right, so. I think it's time to steer a little bit, a little bit away from movies. Let's go to video games, and this is this is an area of video games that we're going to talk about that I I don't know much about okay. except for pretty well, much one game. Let me expand it a little bit for you because I feel like we could talk about you know this would be where I'd say we could talk about like Tony Hawk. Mm-hmm. We could talk about okay for sure. Uh, okay, there you go. SSX, that helps you just you just nailed Ryan's you know, on the, the head. The boarding game. So so for the viewers that are. Con- uh, confused. We're going to be talking about our favorite sports games. And I always have hated sports games. Me too. <laughs> I hate sports. Beat. For the most part. But now that you said that, I think it did open... Uh, I, I know what I'm going to say now. Because I was thinking of like Madden and stuff like that. Actually, this is a, a thing that I'm kind of uh, passionate about. Can I, can I go first? Yeah, go for it. Because actually, it. there's two that I could mention. Okay. I'll start off the first one. Was uh, It's a 2K5 okay. uh, ESPN uh, football game. Okay. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, it was for just a great console? game. It was Xbox. What okay. I got it for. You could get it on PS2 as well. But what was so cool, and this is kind of what's sad about it. I don't see this in video games today, but on the Xbox, you could actually change the music. 
oh, for wow. any time you it's scored a, a touchdown. This is the reason why I still have my Xbox. <laughs> Because I like to break it down. <laughs> I like to break it out and play some football. Yeah. And when I get a touchdown, I can hear some of my own music. But you would actually create a playlist of first down songs, uh, turnovers. So the stadium music would actually go with what you wanted. Yeah. You could put your playlist of songs up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, it was actually unique and, and different. Yeah. And it was the first one that actually had, like, uh, replays. Oh, So you'd yeah. actually see the replays at halftime. That was your game. So it's dated now, but it was really cool at the time. Mm-hmm. The other one I'd have to mention is Tony Hawk, too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh, Which they're about to remaster. Yes. Yep. That's what yes, I was about I'm gonna, to say. I'm probably going to have to break down and get that oh, because yeah. I love that game. I loved having – and this is what I do because uh, one of the uh, – you know, years ago I used to have a teen named Kyle – and he, he was joking around. You remember that time where you, we'd just come over to your house and hang out in the youth group and stuff? And I was like, yeah. yeah. You remember how you would just play Tony Hawk <laughs> and beat us all? And you'd always <laughs> offer the second controller to be the person you, to rotate in, but you would never lose. You'd always like be playing that it. That has definitely happened to me at your house with other games. You're like, hey, let's let's play this game. I don't, I don't know much about it. But Absolutely you're like, obliterates you're like them. a professional at it. And you just dominate us. And you just laugh. It's <laughs> awesome. So he's like, I always go to your house, but you'd always be playing because <laughs> I'm sorry, Kyle. <laughs> sorry, Kyle. Shout yeah. out to Kyle. All right. Who's going next? I can go next. Um, I also hate sport games. I'll just throw that out there. I You don't like any sports games? Uh let me let me follow this up. Okay. Uh I don't have any sport games currently. Um until we unlocked kind of the Tony Hawk realm, and I have a kind of clever answer too. But whenever I play a sport game, especially basketball, I love basketball in real life. But the 2K games, whenever I play 2K, I just want to stop playing 2K and go play <laughs> basketball. Yeah. Like, I, I remember going through the dunk packs in 2K. Probably a lot of you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. And I would record the – I still have them on my phone from a while ago because they're on iCloud. I'd record the dunk packs on my phone, on my TV, and go out and try it on a six-foot mini hoop. <laughs> like, that's like that's my – like – so anyway, this explains why you're not very good at NBA Jam. <laughs> oh. You know, in the car, I knew this was going to come up. Corey, someone's going to have to talk about that. Um, I can talk about it. Okay. Cool. But anyway, my favorite sport game would probably be, I don't play it much anymore, but probably Rocket League. I think that counts. Yeah. yeah Rocket yeah. League is a game where That's you drive around. Genre. It's soccer, but you drive around the car and yeah. the cars kind of Racing jump. soccer. Yeah. So that kind of added to the realm of like, I can't do this at home. Like I can't get my my trailblazer and just go start running to soccer balls in the Belpre soccer field. I don't know, let's try that out. We should that do sounds it. like real fun. Rocket League real life. We can get one of those big, huge balls. And, you know, Actually, I did balls. see on YouTube, I think it's in Germany. Adam has one. They, they do have a like Rocket League kind of thing in real life. Oh, that's cool. With like this oh, big I wouldn't doubt it. ball. And it was really entertaining to watch. I would also add NFL Street on PS2. That's, that's Ryan, that, yeah. Ryan and I played that. That was our childhood. Yeah, we we have very player. similar game tastes growing See. up because we had to play split screen. We yeah. had one console. We had to play split yeah. screen. So, um, they're over here messing me up because you said two games and that was my game. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Right. You should probably Not talk fair. about NBA Jam though. I I like a lot of sports games. So yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, you Corey's a big sports game. Well, now, do you so, play Madden so right anymore. now, or do you? Um, I haven't really. I haven't owned Madden since like, mm, like maybe Madden 15 yeah. was the latest I had. Mm-hmm. But I'll still like go back and play them. And I, I mean, once you've played them, they're pretty similar in style. Yeah. So like, I'll play with some of my other friends that have them. Um, 
my favorite Madden game, I can't even remember which one it was. It was it was super one of the really early ones on PS2. It was like I want to say it was like Madden six or something. Yeah. Um but you could play with Michael Vick and the Falcons. Oh yeah. And the game was so broken because I would do like a QB sneak and he was so much faster than everyone else. <laughs> you found the exploit. No, what you did what you did was is you ran backwards. And the players didn't know how to, like, adjust to your direction. So if you ran along the sideline, they followed you in a straight line. Yeah. And then you could loop. They wouldn't make the and angle. They wouldn't make the angle. You so dirty boy. So then you loop in the end zone and go back up and run 100 yards. And you could literally score a touchdown on every single play. That's on awesome. One play doing That's it. sweet. And I would score, like, literally, like, 89 You say it's sweet, but it's sweet when you're playing single player. But if you're playing against him <laughs> yeah. and your whole defense goes that way. Yeah. And and you have hey, to hey, miss hey, the tackle? Hey. I come from NFL Street where you do backflip off the wall oh, and try to yeah. get to the end zone. That, that, that was, was a good game. Some well, of my best memories is playing Madden in, in the youth groups yeah. that I've had. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Adam Myers got into it one time because yeah. we were playing against each other. <laughs> and somehow I would kick the field goal and it didn't register in the game that I actually made. the. And we both oh. saw that I made it, that I lost <laughs> the game because it didn't count the field goal for some reason. <laughs> That's but, the yeah. worst. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun when you're playing a rivalry. Go ahead. But the NBA Jam thing. Oh, yeah. So. Classic. We've kind of hinted at this several times. Um, Every once in a while, we haven't done it in a while, but we used to go to Eric's house on Sunday nights and just, like, play some video games, have a bonfire or something, hang Bird out. Couch. It's pretty much Bird living couch. what we talk about yeah, in this podcast. It's, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, that's pretty much what it was. But we were talking about playing video games, and when I was younger – I loved playing NBA Jam. Such a good game. Yeah. Eric loved NBA Jam. And we had Logan and shout out to Nathan Lindemuth. He was there then. Yep. I haven't seen him he in a long time. But Logan was like, oh man, I'm so good at this game. And I was like, I'm pretty good at this game too. And Logan and Nathan were like, oh, we'll play you. It's oh, like, snap. but we're going to win. <laughs> so, I can already tell it's going to get tense in here in a little bit. I don't so, agree with this viewpoint, I'm but continue, Corey. And, and so... Eric and I decided to play as a team and it was kind of one of those moments for me where I felt like that was our game, not like their game. Corey claimed that game. He picked up the controls like, this is mine now. I'm I'm four years older than you. So like, I felt like that was me and my prime. (laughs) And like, I felt just kind of singled out by it for some reason. So if I had if I had had a hat on, I think I would have like turned it backwards and like sat down. That's a good that's a good but, like visual. Get ready to yeah. school the kids. Yeah. So so Eric and I started playing them, and like at first we we were dominating at first, but then you had like a really strong comeback. We did come back. I, I just let they, up a little. I felt sorry for okay, you. So team. when we started the game, <laughs> when we started the game, I saw that coming. We were up by a lot. Like, I would say at one point in time, we were up like 15, 20 points. But Logan yeah. made a really strong comeback, and it was like a two-point game. I stopped playing defense. And then, <laughs> I don't even remember. Logan tied the game. You tied it, right? I don't remember. <laughs> but I think Logan tied the game, and like at the buzzer, I drilled a three, and Logan, that was a bad day. <laughs> I have it on video, th- and I will post it on Facebook at when this episode comes out so people but, can see it. Eric and I went nuts because we hit the buzzer beater. Yeah, and Nathan and I, and, um, like, we're just 
broken. Yeah. We also managed to wake up every single living Leeson. life form in the Leeson house. Yes. Yeah, because yes. that was back when your kids were younger yeah. too. So they, they were, were asleep. They were asleep that, for school on Monday. <laughs> well, I'd usually crank up the volume in it. I don't know. <laughs> it's not like you cared anyway. I don't think Shelly was very happy that night. <laughs> Probably not, but it's okay. Yeah. Maybe that's why we haven't been over in a while. I'm joking. <laughs> I remember from a spectator viewpoint, it was it was just gorgeous. It was yeah. kind of like seeing a uh, like Michael Jordan back at it, but it yeah. was it was Corey playing NBA jams. That may have been just, the highlight of my video three. game career. <laughs> you know, it was it was a lot of fun. It was yeah. a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I will definitely share that that video so that you guys go with that. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, it'll, it'll be something. Beautiful I don't for believe you have it. Maybe. Oh, I have it. I have it. I'll <laughs> show really? you. I'll show you after this. You yeah. really do have it. Yeah, 100%. Oh, wow. 100%. It was a Snapchat, wasn't it? Uh no, it's a, it's on my Google Photos. Wow. I thought you were just joking. No, I, I have a video. <laughs> I remember watching the playback. I have the video. I was looking for some. I was looking for cheating, but it was it was clean. So you're getting bored. <laughs> it's clean. All right, I'll, I'll share mine real quick. Sure. Uh, I've always kind of like Logan. Actually, not really like Logan. I've never been into sports. I'm not a big sport guy. I've always been more the music guy. Um, which reminds me, I guess I kind of could say Guitar Hero. Yeah. Well, but I'm, I'm, well, I'm not going to say no, I'm, not, no, okay, no, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would have said Guitar Hero I'm then. I'm sorry. Not a sport. I don't know what I was thinking. But the one sport game I did like was Skate 3 on yes. Xbox okay, 360. There we go. Uh, that that, game, those games, I feel like, were really hard to play. Uh, I was a master. It yeah. takes talent. Don't you feel like it, it, was, it took a while to get when, that? So... I'd never really gotten to the Tony Hawk games because yeah. I went straight to like Skate Two and then Skate Three. Uh-huh. But going back and playing Tony Hawk later, I those are piece of cake compared to because you have to have all these specific. No, wait a minute! Are things. you trashing me? <laughs> yeah, we are all we're all targeting you this podcast. <laughs> yeah. But no, Skate Three was awesome. Uh, one thing that stood out for me was the soundtrack. It's a bunch of like punk music, yes. and I oh man, I just I just love that's it. one of the things that was beauty, the the beauty of Tony Hawk too was the track. Yeah, oh yeah, like, that's why I was encouraged to see the most yeah. of the songs are coming. Yeah, back. well, I think that the Tony Hawk soundtrack is much more acclaimed than the Skate Three soundtrack, probably for good reasons. But but I remember trying Skate Three and I I couldn't do it. Yeah, see, so I, it's quite a accomplishment yeah. to do because I heard a difficulty yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. Because I just wanted like a realistic. Did like, you like complete it or how far? Oh did yeah, you get in like I mean, it, it was the kind of game where like i beat everything on it but for years after i'd like come back from school was that the just, last one skate yeah three yeah they haven't made another no, one. i, I don't know why. i think like the whole skateboard zone oh, been... you need if you do a quick google search fans everywhere like signing petitions to try to get it either remastered or make a skate for yeah uh they have a new skateboard game coming out kind of like it i think it's called like session or something like that which it's it's not by the same developers, so it's not gonna be the same. But it looks a lot like it. But everyone wants a new skate game, either Skate Three Remastered or Skate Four. Ryan, do you remember either. playing that on the DS? Yes, I played that more on the DS than console. But <laughs> I remember you would have to draw the shape on the board touchscreen oh, to wow. get it to get the trick to get to come out. It was a lot of fun. That's yeah. my only experience with Skate yeah. Three. So yeah, that'll have to be mine. We should, we should game probably move on. Good. Yeah, good. Okay. All right, so the next one, this one is going to be interesting because I don't really know what I'm going to say yet. <laughs> but I, I have an idea, but I think I think it's going to be hard to get you guys to know what I'm talking about. So I'll have someone else go first. But it's one pet peeve that we've noticed this week. And I have one kind of, but who wants to kick us off? Uh, I can go. Um, especially, I wouldn't just say this week, but quarantines made like a big difference. Mm-hmm. It's just like when you're around your family a lot more and you like can't go out and like don't break it up as much. Like the way people eat 
It's like, and, and I want to, so just the way people eat in general, I want to start. Well, every, everyone eats differently, but I want to start out by saying I did this too. Sometimes like if I'm in a hurry, especially like eating with my mouth open. Yeah. Like I have made a conscious effort to like not eat with my mouth open now. Uh Cause like I would eat quickly and then I notice other people eating quickly and then they kind of make that like. (laughs) <laughs> like like smacking their lips yeah and it's just yeah something no, about I feel it just really made me like oh that was that was rough for me i really don't like yeah. it so now now i've been trying to like consciously like be like <laughs> like chew slowly and keep my mouth open because smaller bites because i don't want to be the guy that's doing the pet peeve that i don't like other yeah. people doing yeah so. those are the worst kind of people yeah. i'll be monitoring you Corey. okay <laughs> all right Who's next? Logan. Um, if we're going to stay true to what happened this week, uh, it's probably hard, but I'd say this week, one of my big things is when people... Let me just set up a scene for you. If you're riding in the back seat of a car and there's two people in the front, passenger, you know, driver, and they're playing music, my pet peeve is when someone doesn't know what the right audio level is mm. to where the person in the back can be a part of the conversation. <laughs> Do you know what I mean by that? Because the back's always louder. I don't care what car you're in. If you're in the back seat, the music's always louder. And then you notice that you're out of the loop of the conversation because to them, it's a, ni- it's a nice volume. But Are you my sure pet- they want you to be part of the conversation? <laughs> That's the pet peeve, Eric. It's, my pet peeve is being discluded. No, I'm just- <laughs> No, but seriously, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like the volume is just loud enough to where you can't contribute to the conversation because you feel like you're yelling. And yeah. then you always have to say, like, hey, can you turn that down a little bit? And then you're that guy. Yeah. We all know that guy. <laughs> the turn, Can you turn it down a little bit, guy? So they're always that guy in the room. Yeah. But it's when that's that third seat person that the volume's not right to where you can't talk, but they're talking in comfort level, but they don't realize the back's always louder. Yeah. That's my pet peeve. I feel that. That's always, especially if you're in the back. Exactly. Well, there's that distance too. Like there's, you know, there's people in the front. You already got that vacuum that you're in the back. (laughs) The volume's going toward the front, right? Because they're they're in the front. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I I understand what you're saying. And then on top of that, you have a lot of people that don't know what they're doing. And they pan their audio to the back seat. Oh no! And so, oh, to, ball. And so like my mom. Are you serious? Oh. And so to her, the music's nice and quiet, but in the back seat, you're like dying. You're like front row winter jam. Getting post traumatic stress. But it's only VBS tracks. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's rough. I, I feel yeah, your like, mom's always previewing the next VBS. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Eric. Hit us okay, so mine just today. <laughs> I got a I got a pet peeve for people that judge podcasts based on a pic. <laughs> <laughs> oh no i don't think you should judge a podcast by looking at one picture and say that's a terrible podcast do you want to drop the, do you want to drop a name no 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 okay. names no, no names so so just to paint a picture so that the person knows who it is this person was seeing a picture on our facebook of a podcast and immediately just tore it apart and trashed it <laughs> yeah. without listening to the podcast. And you exactly. know who you are. Hint, it was by the campfire. <laughs> we're, we're praying for you. We're, yeah, we're praying for and you. And you will never be a guest on the show <laughs> until you repent. Yeah. Well, no, that's, that, you know, that's really just what I thought of the day. But I, I do think that, uh, you know, there's times where we, I think about what you said. I think there's times where little things get to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I really, I think that sometimes like, it is amazing like how people sometimes, I guess I get, I get peeved a little bit with this Corona thing that, 
you know, like we were at Taco Bell last night and the person actually hands me the wrong thing. I touch it <laughs> and I give blast. it back through the window and then they're going to give it to the next person. Well, yeah. really technically, they probably yeah. should just toss that out, right? True. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I guess I'm just, what I'm saying is that it, I understand the rules, but also to understand like there's people constantly breaking the rules. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. How do you, that, that's my pet peeve, I guess, for yeah. today. No, I feel that. And the podcasting. Okay. Yeah. No. I'm definitely with, the I'm definitely with you on the podcast thing. Yeah. That, and, that's just, and just overall people judging something when they have no idea what they're talking about because they don't know anything about it. Sticks me off. Drives me right up the wall. Dang. All right. Anyway. All right. Here's mine. Mine's uh, very deep. Um, gonna kind of lighten the mood. So have you have you guys ever had the the thing where I think this happens more often yes. when you're when you're camping. Uh, but some article of your clothing is for somehow gets wet and you don't know why. That ever happens to you guys? I know it's I know it's I know it's very niche niche niche. That's the right word. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Niche. We know, but. That happened to me the other day, and it pretty much ruined my entire day. So, so can you explain are, are what we, happened? Yeah, yeah, I'll explain what happened. Are we talking like when you have like a random like quarter sized dot so on yeah, the left side of your shirt, or something? Or if it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. If any part of my clothes are wet and I don't know how it happened, it takes me off. Uh, the other day, I, <laughs> I, how often, I know. <laughs> how often does this happen to you, right? <laughs> well, we're talking about this week, and it's happened a couple times this week. The what first year? time it happened, I I came inside. <laughs> From, from just being outside. Me alone have been camping all this week oh. uh, in a camper. And I came inside, finally in the air conditioning, and I lay down, and the back of my, the bottom back of my shirt is wet, and I don't know how it happened. And it just ticked me off. Is it lumbar sweat? I was just super peeved about it. Because Maybe you got sweat glands places It wasn't sweat. It wasn't sweat. I wouldn't know if it's sweat. And then the other day, my socks got wet somehow while Were I was eating. they left outside? No, like while I was wearing them. <laughs> and so I, this is what I think happened. But you don't sweat. So like, okay, I wasn't prepared for this I one. I think this is a sweat gland problem. Yeah. So so maybe my pet peeve is just Isn't wet Isn't there a commercial where they have this, these guys sell this product you put on your hands to keep your hands from being sweaty going? You might want to try that product. <laughs> anyway. I know uh, what you're talking the about. The other day I, I came into the house and my socks were wet. Oh, and really? I, I, I didn't bring a bunch of socks. And so I just kind of bared with it for a while. Man, that ticked me off. Oh, I'm sure. Just it did. The, the feeling of having wet socks or yeah. just oh. wet clothing in general is miserable. I don't like I, you know, if you go outside or something and get yeah. your socks wet. It's it yeah. is miserable. If you like step in a puddle and it like goes through your shoes and your socks get yeah. soaked or whatever, yeah. I hate that. So also, you just have your sock on sideways in your shoe and you got that little that little seam in there. Oh Ooh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about the seam. Yeah. yeah. And I have a couple pair of shoes where. From when I attempted to learn how to skateboard, I have holes in them. And if you step in a puddle, it's right at that area. Your socks get wet, and it's just game over. Game over. So, yeah. I understand. That'll have to be mine if that made any sense. Not sure how things randomly get wet for you, but I understand Okay, listen. Listen, now now that I've said it, you will notice it. You will. I know what you're talking about. Even if it's like you, you like wash your hands at the sink, and you like press up against the counter, and like this area of your shirt gets wet. That ticks me off. Oh, it does. Because it just messes. It just messes with me. Also, I think another thing with that, Ryan, is whenever you. This is a big pet peeve for me too. Let's say you have paper in your hands, you set it down, and you get that little oh. water, that little water stain oh. on your oh, paper. Yeah. That's the same thing. That's with that's clothes. that's the same thing with, with clothes. Paper, yeah. See the way I look at that, that that will dry, but Shelly gets upset for that. No, but it doesn't dry, Eric. It's different. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it, gets, it gets all wrinkled. Yeah, it's and not it's the same. Annoying. And then. And then 
the moment I see someone that has like a paper like that that has that little wrinkled corner, it's, yeah, it's I'm like, wrinkly. this person Doesn't does care. not have their life together. They don't they, care they, about anything. They're that, probably <laughs> they probably killed someone recently. They just don't have it together. Any any like phantom wetness just takes me off. Phantom, phantom wetness. That's gonna be the name of this episode. Phantom, phantom wetness. I love that the new terminology yeah. right there. I think yeah, we, I think we leave the title of the show "Moral Dilemma" and just change the whole thing to "Phantom Wetness." Phantom wetness. Oh man. Oh, All yeah. right. So let's let's tire. Let's reel her back on in. Yeah. What a Reeler. better way to wrap up some yeah. uh, pet peeves of so, some scripture. So speaking yeah. of phantom wetness, we're gonna be diving a little bit into proverbs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we uh, we're gonna share some of our favorite proverbs. Um, just I know I was reading the other day and uh, found one that I had never really looked at much before, and I could share it right now. Yeah. Actually. Go ahead. Well, you go first. It is. I don't have it memorized, obviously. Proverbs 18, specifically verse 2, I think. Yeah. And so Proverbs 18 is kind of about um, just having like an open mind about things and knowing when to when to speak and when to just shut up. And I think... Does that, does that actual verse just shut no, up? No, <laughs> no. I'll read the actual verse. He's reading the message. Um, so... <laughs> So, yeah, the message version says, shut up when you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if God was just like that sometimes? He's like, dude, just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I mean, that's pretty much what's being said, though. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so here's what Proverbs 18, verses 1 and 2 say. It says, an unfriendly person pursues selfish ends and against all sound judgment starts quarrels. Fools find no pleasure in understanding, but delight in airing their own opinions. Yeah, I think that's fire right now, especially with we're not going to go super into depth with politics yet. I think eventually we might. No, but definitely a good point. I think there's a lot of fools. Yeah, out there. I think right now it's a good thing, especially seeing stuff on social media. I need media to go next because we're tying right into of mine. people saying stuff about the different movements happening right now that they don't have any idea what they're talking about, and that are just hurting feelings and mm-hmm. hurting the movement that's going on, which I think there's a lot of good things about what's going on right now. I don't know where you guys stand on that. Um, I guess we're kind of getting a little too into it, but we'll, we might talk about that later. But uh, yeah, I, I read that and I immediately thought of what's going on right now in the world. Um, but also just me personally, I think it's it's good to understand when you need to just kind of step back and see things from a different angle and look mm-hmm. outside the box. And that's hard, especially for me, coming from a school like Cedarville. I mean, Cedarville is a great school, but a lot of the opinions, like Cedarville is kind of in a box and it was just inside the box thinking, uh, super conservative, obviously, which there's nothing wrong with that. But um, now that I'm back into the real world and I'm seeing all these different things, I'm trying to come at it with maybe a different angle of understanding and obviously doing that through God to try to uh, just not not be a fool because fools just kind of jump to their own assumptions without understanding and mm-hmm. without listening, without observing. So, wow. Can yeah. I start now? Can I read mine now? What, sure. That is like, this is kind of crazy. So I, I'll be honest. Well, I'll be honest here. I picked mine out on the way here. Um, I don't like to... Uh, anyway, I picked out Proverbs 1, 7, and it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Mm. I mean, all, all of Proverbs is pretty much about wisdom, right? A mm. lot of it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. this is what I like about this one. The first part of this verse says, 
the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And I think a lot of people view God as just their therapist. And I think that mm-hmm. the beginning of knowledge, what this verse is saying, is when we begin to develop that fear of the Lord. And that is a healthy thing, to fear the Lord. We, I mean, read Revelation for Pete's sake. I mean, the fear should be there. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of people in this world would take more accountability for their sin I mean, obviously, we cannot get rid of our sin ourselves. Don't take it that way. But I think we would have more of a a reflection time of our sin, knowing of what God is capable of. I think that we would be more um, cautious. I mean, I should start speaking for myself instead of using we, but I am specifically more, um, I look for more of my sinful nature whenever I know what God's capable of, good and you know, mm-hmm. his wrath, he has wrathful side. There's a lot of stories in the Bible and there's a lot of yeah. evidence of that. And it's because of his love. And as, as Christians, we, our God is so great that he gives us the option to be a believer or to not be a believer. Mm-hmm. So I really like that. Um, and then the last part says fools despise wisdom and instruction. And I mean, you can see that I mean, scroll through Facebook today mm-hmm. and you can see that. So I really like that, especially I just thought it was cool how it kind of tied right off of what Ryan was saying. And I really like, I really think that people should take into account of why we should fear the Lord and yeah. how the benefits you can reap from, from fearing such yeah. a powerful creator, yeah. which we it's, serve. It's interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> when you talk about a fool, that's somebody that does disregards any, they, they know what's right and wrong. They mm-hmm. just don't care. Mm-hmm. They, they know that there are things there to be done, but they don't care of the consequences. For sure. And, and you know, I see that a lot of times on, on you know, social media and stuff that, that yeah. people put things out there without really being somewhat caring of, of people's voices or yeah. where they're from mm-hmm. or what's going on in their life. I, I, I think wisdom is to fear God. Fearing God, too, just add another thing to, to the conversation is that, to fear God is also to just show respect. Yeah, exactly. It's not just to be afraid of God. It's, mm-hmm. it's the, the fear that we respect God and mm-hmm. his majesty and his, his, his wonderfulness and, uh, you know, how amazing he is. Mm-hmm. You want to go? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, sure. Oh, he started crying. Oh, sorry, guys. You oh. all choked up. <laughs> no, I think it's cool that, um, like you said, Proverbs is mainly to do with wisdom yeah. and, the verse I always think of, the first one that comes to mind for me when I think of Proverbs is Proverbs 3, 5, which is the one that says, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. So I think that's it's it's kind Instagram of cool because it's like, <laughs> it's it kind of piggybacks on what you guys were saying. It's like, especially right now, like there's so much going on that we just like, we just hear what we're told on like media and the news and stuff, but we're not. Like unless you actually go there and see it, you don't. You get all these different viewpoints. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really important to like make sure that we're focusing on God and leaning on like what, how He's guiding us, as opposed to like what we think we know, because there's so much we don't know, mm-hmm. and it's so easy to get misled when you're not like experiencing something first person. And I'm not saying like, without getting like super political, I, I'm not saying like one way or the other way on certain issues. I'm just saying like. And unless you're a person that's experienced it firsthand, you you don't really know the experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you can be told three different viewpoints and they're all totally different. Yeah. So I think it's really important, especially right now, um, to make sure that we're really focusing on Christ and like 
staying true to his word and like reading his word and getting our like guidance that way Mm -hmm. as opposed to just assuming things or um kind of letting the world lead us the way it wants to lead us Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i think that there's a lot of things out there um that uh you know the world does need to change yeah Um, Mm -hmm, exactly but it also shows me a lot of times that the world needs God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That uh, mankind is not perfect. Mm-hmm. We have flaws. We have bias. We have uh, all these issues that we we deal with eternally, internally, and uh, you know we need God to help us. That's kind of brings out what mm-hmm. you shared is you know, we can't lean on our own understanding. It's like some people just want the government to take care of them, and you mm-hmm. know that if you're putting your trust in a government that's ran by man, yeah. that government's going to fail you time exactly. and time again. Mm-hmm. Your trust needs to be put something higher and that mm-hmm. trust needs to be put in God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my scripture was just a scripture that kind of shared uh, with me with a friend named Steve. He, he shared it with me a long time ago. It's Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen, uh, Iron sharpeneth iron. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. does a man sharpen the countenance of his friends. And to kind of piggyback off what everything else I've heard today you know, it's really it's really us getting together to v- developing people to bring mm-hmm. understanding. It's it's getting to know others around us in our community yeah. and, and uh, even people that we work with and around that we don't just focus in on our own selfish desires. Yeah. We're, we're trying to build each other up. And mm-hmm. and I love that imagery of, of taking something that's that's dull, you know, maybe like you shared with your experience that there are times maybe I don't understand everything because I've been kind of sheltered. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that we, we lose our purpose for God and serving mm-hmm. God and trying to be the best Christian we can be, yeah. but we try to be around other people that we can influence and yeah. encourage. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I may not be you know perfect or fully understand that position, but hopefully I can sharpen that person, and maybe that person can sharpen me. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. I like that. The fact that it's the verse says iron sharpens iron. They're the same element, which yep. I think is really cool because it doesn't it doesn't say diamond sharpens iron. You know what I mean? It's... It's the same, the same, we're all human. We can all sharpen each other with what we have and what, yeah. I, I like that aspect that it's, it's the same person can sharpen this, each other. I like that. And, and going through this pandemic too, I think it's kind of shown us that, you know, I think we're all kind of missing that, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think being here and, and doing this podcast is a lot of fun because, you know, with this quarantine thing, we haven't had a chance to really spend time with people. And I think that that's a important part of of mankind it's an important part of what god designed in us to work together Mm -hmm. to be around each other Mm -hmm. and that's what that's what makes me sad is when i see people take such a strong stance on certain things but not allow people to have a a room to to share their viewpoint or share their concerns um i still think you can still hold your ground in some ways without discrediting somebody else's feelings Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. i mean that you can listen to uh, or have a conversation and talk about things and be, re- you know, caring and receptive to that. It's just a shame we can't do that all the way around. Like yeah. some people just want to be diehards. You know, this is the way I think. This is the way yeah, I Yeah, and that's, that's really good because that's something we as Christians have to be really good at because yeah. if we're going to fulfill fulfill our calling to the gospel, we're going to have to talk to people. We're going to have to evangelize the people who don't don't have the same viewpoint. That's the whole point is that mm-hmm. we're trying to show them our the way – it actually works and that's really important to 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 gain that skill of seeing where they're coming from and finding a way to to know to 
to pull them alongside you rather than to reject their ideas and just flood yours on them. I think that's really good, Eric. I, and I think, too, that Christians, as, as the most part, and it's partly our fault as Christians, but I think that we do get a, you know, kind of a bad view because I think that we're, we're seen as judgmental. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't feel like I'm going to judge you first. <clears throat> I, I feel like most of the time I care about you as a person. Yeah. I'm yeah. a sinner. I'm, I'm flawed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's things in my life that I could bring out that, that I'm not a, I'm not who I want to be all the time. You know, mm-hmm. there's things I do that I wish I could do differently. And there's attitudes sometimes I have that are yeah. wrong. There's, you guys have probably seen my attitude sometimes and they're not like, really, Eric's like that. Yeah. But, you know, I'm a human being. Yeah. yeah. But my source and my strength is always should be God. Yeah. And I don't want to just, I want to love the person. You know, you hear that all the time. But I think we, we can. And I think that if people would give us a chance that, you know, true Christians can really show compassion and love, it mm-hmm. doesn't mean I, I doesn't mean I have to change my viewpoint to do that either. I can still have my viewpoints. And, and that, that's that's where tolerance comes in. That word tolerance and, and and how I disagree with the definition of that because tolerant doesn't mean that you can't have a viewpoint. It just means mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you know you you can share your thoughts and your you know uh, viewpoint on on yeah. all these different topics. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. No, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Wow, we kind of we kind of went there, didn't we? We, yeah, we kind of went a little deep. That was good, yeah. but I like it. I, no, you good. know, and I you know I know we've talked about it in the future. Maybe we'll do more of that. Uh, we kind of wanted to kind of get you know give a chance for people to get to know us and kind of mm-hmm. see who we are. Yeah. But uh, you know, I appreciate your guys' viewpoints too because I'm kind of like I mentioned in the first episode. I'm kind of the old guy here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I do think that you guys have a voice to carry out for yeah. your generation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm always somebody that wants to kind of help equip and kind of mm-hmm. give you guys opportunities. So uh, I'm excited to see what God does in your life to help shape this generation because we're going to need to be influencers uh, to help people because there's a lot of people. And it makes me, I go back to the thought, it makes me sad because there's a lot of people hurting in the world. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the answer, but with all the noise, they can't clearly see that Jesus is yeah. the mm-hmm. answer. You know, mm-hmm. that Jesus is the one that can bring us peace and happiness and hope and yeah. sure. joy really not even happiness really joy mm-hmm. in our lives yeah no that's good yeah i think we my monologue yeah no, that, that's good monologue. <laughs> i'll have to add some like music in post <laughs> yeah can you add like some during your monologue yeah soft yeah. music in the background no but i think that maybe that, some angels yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'll just put the halo 3 music in there <laughs> oh. all right uh so hey, yeah you, on a side note, did you remember that time we Eric made me a little clip of in a, one of the tirade episodes? Oh uh, yeah, Halo Reach. Oh, I, I got hero that. status. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. Congratulations! Yeah. I want something that. like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just demanding, Eric. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're gonna wrap it up. But thank you guys so much for watching. Also, I realized we didn't do this in the beginning. My name is Ryan. My name is Eric. I'm Corey. And I'm Logan. And thank you for watching. Moral Dilemma. Dilemma. Peace. See you later, guys.